Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents, where an entitled mom is afraid that her son will catch the gay. Our next Reddit post is from Comthopnob. Long story short, I live with my father since, well, forever. He got married to a woman, Patricia, who's a stripper, for a green card in about 2008. The marriage was just for a green card, which I know is illegal, but that's not the point of this story. Patricia needed money because she'd just been fired and her daughter was having health problems. Patricia had encouraged her daughter to drink and smoke at 12 years old, so yeah, I wonder why she had health problems. My father made her an employee so she'd make the minimum amount to sponsor him, $500 a week. She had to do absolutely nothing for that job. Patricia lived in Alabama while we lived in Georgia. He got his green card, but my dad continued to pay her because he was an idiot and didn't get a prenup. I lived with my dad and worked with him at his company, so I saw and dealt with him every day. We were really close. I had my first child in August of 2019, his only grandchild. He was diagnosed with cancer in August of 2019. I helped my father through all of his medical stuff, took over as much of the business as I could, and was his home care provider when he was in hospice. He died in June. When he was diagnosed, he made a will saying that absolutely nothing was to go to his wife. Everything was supposed to go to me or my son. My dad's house and his cars were all transferred to my name. My father and Patricia's relationship literally only consisted of her texting him once a week asking for more money. Hubby, I need more money. Please deposit. My love, I need more money. I have bills. Husband, I need you to pay my taxes now. Even though I made more money than Patricia did, she paid $3,000 more in taxes than I did. And yet she refused to use our company's accountants. Her asking for money was constant. My dad was never a rich man and his company is small and still has its bad seasons. My dad didn't even tell her when he had a heart attack in 2016. He didn't tell her when I was pregnant. He didn't tell her when he was diagnosed with cancer until a month before he died. He called Patricia begging for help because he felt like a burden to me and he figured that he was paying her so she could at least help. She never showed up. In Georgia, a wife is entitled to one year of support. So I told Patricia during the middle of COVID that I was dropping her payments to $300 a week. I didn't tell her my father had died a month earlier. I also told her that me and two other employees had to take pay cuts because of COVID and this was the truth. The very next day she showed up at my house and just walked in. She yelled at me, and she brought her mother, who also yelled at me. She made a big deal about wanting to meet her grandson, my son, and how much her and my father loved each other. This was a lie. My father hated her. She left, and I thought it was over. I was going to continue paying her 300 bucks and nothing else. Then, the threat started. How dare I lie to her? How dare I cremate my father? Which was his choice. She said I had to get her approval first, and I had to pay her more because that's what he would have wanted. She also said that she was going to come and take what belonged to her, his ashes and all of his personal belongings. I told her to F off. A couple of days went by, and I went to visit a friend two hours away on a Saturday. She showed up at my work demanding I meet her there right now to give her all of her stuff, including my father's laptop, phone, and ashes. She threatened to break in, call the cops on me, everything. I was literally in tears on the phone with my immigration lawyer, the probate lawyer, and 911. Patricia and her mom eventually left, telling me on the phone that I was a B-word and they were going to get me. Some more drama happened, and then I heard nothing from them. I continued to pay her 300 bucks a week. She texted me today, asking when I was going to pay her taxes. I said never. 
She told me it was my job to pay them because that's what my father would have wanted because he loved her and didn't want us to be like this. I told her that all I had to do, according to the law and the will, was pay her one year of support, which I was doing since the day he died. She flipped out and called me a liar and how much my father loved her and he'd never want this to happen to her. This entitled moron expected me to keep paying her until when? Her death? I have to pay her rent, her taxes, everything? Ugh, the entitlement. I get why Patricia was upset because she lost her meal ticket, but man, she had a sweet deal for a while. 500 bucks a week plus $3,000 in tax payments comes out to $29,000 a year for free. Like, she literally didn't have to do anything. Just open her bank account and bam, there's the money. She should have just counted that as a win and moved on with her life, especially since OP might have evidence that the marriage was a sham marriage. I mean, OP's dad was the person who committed a crime, not OP, so OP would lose absolutely nothing by reporting her to the feds. Our next Reddit post is from Panoy Silver. This story happened some years ago while I was still living on the East Coast. I was driving back home from a friend's house and I took a detour through one of the nicer neighborhoods because it was the beginning of fall and I'm just a sucker for scenery. While driving, I just so happened to find another thing that I go crazy for, a garage sale. I had some cash on me, so I decided this was fate and pulled over to check it out. At first, I didn't really see anything special, just the kind of stuff you would expect to see at any garage sale. Old furniture, clothes, DVDs, and other small items. But then, in the corner of my eye, I saw something that I just didn't expect to see. A guitar. I went in for a closer look, expecting it to be some kind of cheap beginner guitar, the kind with a brand name you don't recognize. But no. What stood before me was an actual Gibson Les Paul. Side note, for those who don't know, Gibson is a very prestigious guitar brand name, and Les Paul is probably their most famous model type. This model of guitar is legendary for being the weapon of choice amongst god-level rock stars. For example, Slash from Guns N' Roses or Ace Frehley from Kiss used this guitar. Now back to the story. She was beautiful, and yes, I refer to guitars as she. She was gold in color with white trim and looked kind of old but in really good condition. But what got me in an actual state of shock was the price tag. The price was $50! I couldn't help but think that the person selling this forgot to add two zeros to the price tag. So I picked up the guitar and went to the woman handling the sale to ask her about it. She didn't really look like a typical entitled parent, but her attitude and body language just radiated entitlement. It was like her aura was made out of pure smugness and hatred for the working class. Just by talking to her, I couldn't help but feel that she was the kind of soccer mom that you would expect to yell at the coach, the referee, other parents, and maybe some of the kids. But I digress. Excuse me, ma'am. Can I ask about this guitar? The price says 50 bucks. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Well, that's an unusually good price. Is there a reason for that? Yes, it's broken. I figured someone could just use it like a decoration in their man cave or something. Hearing that just broke my heart. But it also got me curious because I couldn't find anything physically wrong with the guitar. There weren't any cracks or any other signs of damage. I started asking more questions, thinking maybe I could fix her later. However, it was at this moment that any and all logic began to die and roll down the hill away from me. Can I ask what's wrong with it? Yes, my baby can't play it. Excuse me? My son, he says it's unplayable. Oh, does he work with guitars, like a technician or something? Oh, no, he can't work. My baby is only 12. 
Hearing that stunned me for a second, but then I decided to try to give her the benefit of the doubt. I don't know this kid, so maybe he was one of those young musical virtuosos who got accepted to Juilliard early or something. So, I take it your son is musically talented? Oh, very much so. He plays that Guitar Hero game all the time. Uh, what? Oh, you know, that game where you play music? He's constantly playing that game and is always getting the high score on it. I kept a straight face, but my mind was turning into that meme of the woman trying to do math. So, because of that, you got him a real guitar? Well, of course. When you have a child as gifted as mine, it's important that you nurture their gifts. So, you think he knows what he's doing? He obviously knows what he's doing, so if he says it's broken, then it's broken. Listening to her talk made my brain hurt, but it also helped me decide to take the chance to buy the guitar. While I was paying, this woman went on a long, insane rant about how the guitar was actually a gift from the kid's late grandfather from the dad's side of the family, and how he must not like her son because he gave him an old hand-me-down guitar instead of a brand new one. Hearing all this legitimately upset me, but I just kept my mouth shut and left. After getting home, I immediately took the guitar, plugged her into my amp, retuned her, and played a few notes and chords. To my amazement, it sounded perfect! It was as if her soul was singing the praises of her freedom. I spent the rest of the day playing and tripping out that not only have I purchased my first ever Gibson Les Paul, but I also only paid 50 bucks. But the story doesn't end here. A few weeks later, I made a friend at a party who was an actual guitar technician. I told him my story, and he said that if I wanted, he could appraise my guitar for me and tell me her true value. I took him up on the offer, and the results blew me away. It turns out that my baby was a vintage Les Paul from 1973, retailing at well over $3,000. He then asked me if I was interested in selling, but I told him there was absolutely no way I was ever letting go of her. But the story still doesn't end here. Shortly after getting my baby appraised, I get word from a friend who, turns out, works in the same office building with the husband of the entitled mother. She updated me about what she learned, and apparently, the entitled mother's husband is, of course, righteously pissed. It turns out that not only did the entitled mother sell a very expensive guitar for 50 bucks that was a gift from his father to her spoiled kid, but she also did it without her husband knowing. Not only that, my friend informs me that the entitled mother has been looking for me. My friend tells me the entitled mother wants to find me so she can demand her guitar back. Not to offer to buy it or to even pay back what I paid. She wants to demand that I give it back for free because, apparently, I scammed her out of a priceless family heirloom and robbed her child's ability to play music. My friend said that she didn't say anything about her knowing me, but then asked me if I wanted to say anything to them about who I was. I tell her absolutely not. If this entitled mom wants a guitar, she can buy a new one with the money I gave her, just like she planned. And I agree, this guitar is a family heirloom, but it's my family heirloom. Sorry, entitled mom, but if it means anything to you, I named her Karen. Down in the comments, I'm going to read this post from my rifle as my friend. My 12-year-old son is really good at race car games, so I bought him a Ferrari. It turned out to be a pile of junk. His feet can barely touch the pedals, and he can't shift gears. Our next Reddit post is from Pau Cordarito Uwu. This happened around two to three years ago, and at the time I had a friend with benefits. We were lesbians, and we really liked each other, but we couldn't make the move because we were both kind of unsure, but our friendship was nice. I was walking down the street with her holding her hand when I decided, hey, maybe eating something right now would be nice. So I asked her if she wanted to go eat some Completos. 
Completos are like the Chilean version of hot dogs. They're a thousand times better and cooler. And she said yes, so we went to go get some. We arrived at a place that sold Completos and we took our seats. While we were waiting, she flirted with me a bit and I flirted back. And everything was going fine until the entitled mother and entitled kid entered the restaurant. At first, I didn't even notice them when they took a seat close to our table. But then, after a while, the entitled kid suddenly screamed, Ew, Mom, look, they're sick with the gay! By the way, this kid was about six or seven years old. This caught my attention because this wasn't the first time that we had problems with homophobic people. I live in a very close-minded town. Even my parents don't like me to be gay. So I was already prepared for what was going to come. The mother looked at us in horror, like we were murdering a child in front of her. And she screamed at us something about how homo people were trying to make her son gay and that we were all gross and blah blah blah. Now, look, I'm a very emotional person with a lot of anxiety, and that just made me want to cry. But then all my fear and sadness turned into anger when I noticed that my girlfriend was crying. I don't remember exactly what I screamed at her, but she got super angry and kept calling me homophobic slurs. All this noise got the attention of the owner who came out to see what was going on, but before I could talk, the entitled mother said, This homo-effing b-word is trying to make my son gay! This is sickening and disgusting. You need to take her out of here along with her girlfriend now. I cannot believe how you could allow something so obscene here. This entitled mother sounded like a kid throwing a fit. Now, something I forgot to add before. The owner of this place was my girlfriend's aunt who knew that she was a lesbian and supported her. The owner said, Uh, lady, I'm gonna have to ask you nicely to leave. These girls aren't bothering anybody. What? This is so effing gross. Who the F do you think you are? I'm gonna sue this effing place and cause it to close. God will kill you. Yes, she actually said that. Long story short, the owner kicked her out along with her son and she was banned from this place permanently. The rest of the afternoon went smoothly and the owner apologized to us and assured us that she wouldn't allow us to happen to us again. And the completos were tasty, by the way. So after reading the story, I went to go look up what completos look like, and the pictures make me think that I've been eating hot dogs wrong my entire life. They basically look like gourmet hot dogs with like melted cheese and guacamole and red peppers, and oh my god, just looking at it's making me hungry. That was our slash entitled parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.